What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. Just relax, bro. I'm tired. I don't know. I guess I didn't sleep well. I woke up a few times in the night. Had a lot of dreams. Went back to bed. Had more dreams. Are we recording? Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows about my dreams now. You want to play Would You Rather? Would You Rather? Yeah. Would I rather what? Well, like, would you rather? It's a game. Have you ever heard of that? No. Or are you just baiting me into asking? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather? It's uh, Is it like a two option thing? Are you serious right now? Yeah. You never played Would You Rather? No. You gotta be lying. It's a... I'm so gullible and I'm it's tired. Like, I'm extra gullible right like, now. <laughs> is it like, would you rather uh, eat a piece of shit or do something else kind of thing? Exactly. Like two options? I, I don't like this. I don't like the bad bet- between bad. For me, it'd be like, would you rather... Like, would you rather uh, always speak what's on your mind or never be able to speak again? Uh, so you go into the deep questions, not the yeah, fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather speak your mind or never speak again? Yeah, but you can't control it. You're always speaking your mind. You just speak damn. your thoughts. Yeah. Or never speak again. Or never. Sp- I guess you could learn sign language or something or write shit down. I would do speak your mind because you can practice like deep meditation practices and just silence that bitch. No, but that's not the that's not the game. <laughs> but, 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 but that's my life afterwards. Oh, you silence your mind. Yeah. You like hack it on, yeah. like upstream afterwards. You know? Holy shit, bro! Yeah, that's some. <laughs> but that you're just gonna be like nice tits. Like you're <laughs> every now and then. Doesn't matter how much <laughs> you better. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> nice tits. Shut the fuck up. Just don't look at tits ever again. Oh, the speaking of which, I saw the funniest meme. It was um, a Buddhist monk. I guess... Or oh, like he's a, looking down at the girl's tits there? Yeah. yeah way to spoil it. Anyway. No, but we talked about it on the podcast already. Did we? A long time ago, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> way to spoil it. So I just <laughs> stole your fucking thunder so hard. Dude, I'm, I've, I feel stoned. I, if, if you're not watching viewers... <laughs> we got a new setup You got to watch... Yeah, we're in a couch now. We, don't, we lost it. the table. Would you rather the couch or the table... <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's that's a question for the for the audience. I actually like it like this. It's kind of weird. So far, so good, man. It's like <laughs> I feel high. I feel like Doug. What's that guy's name? <laughs> Mr. Stanhope. No, he's dr- he's drunk. Yeah, he's dr- not. He's more drunk than high. Uh, the the getting Doug with high. You never seen that podcast? No. He just gets blasted. He doesn't not stop smoking. He's the guy who did super high me. Instead of supersize me, <laughs> I love it. He just got blasted for thirty days, and they found out nothing changed. But he was slightly <laughs> more psychic. <laughs> they tested out his psychic abilities. <laughs> <laughs> That's a th- speaking of supersize uh, me. That movie was really interesting, but it's also kind of unrealistic how he went about it. McDonald's the, all day, every day for for thirty days. That was crazy. But what killed me was uh, that if they ask him if you want to supersize it, he has to. Like, why can't you just eat what you want? Like, yeah. your body wants McDonald's every day. <laughs> After four or five days, maybe you're like, uh. No, you couldn't do it. I would, fuck, you would be so sick. I don't know. Well, his video, that was a great documentary a long time ago, actually. It was great. What, the best part of that was there was two documentaries at once because he, was, he, he, had, the, the, he had the glass bell there with the, with the food. 
Wasn't that him also? And it was just going bad over yeah, a month I don't know or if something? Yeah, you know, it was him actually. Yeah, yeah. And like you the see burger, didn't the even fries. Move. Yeah, nothing changed. It's full of preservatives. But I feel it's like that's food. most food, like prepackaged food for, if you bought like a fucking Twinkie and put it in a thing. Yeah, like, but if you made a burger and fries, yeah, you know, like carrots don't go bad fast, but like even potatoes will go bad on you. Like, yeah. It's it's the type of food. If I eat, if I buy some Oreos, you know, like Twinkies in in Zombieland, like the joke is that they they don't go bad. They survive you know? forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know what you're eating. Yeah. But a burger, it's well, supposed to be meat. Well, if you're spending a, like a dollar fifty for a burger, you know it's it's not. It's McDonald's. We all know what we're getting. We can't complain anymore. It's fucking delicious. It's better too, than though. it's ever been too. <laughs> yeah. There's no more Dramamine in it. It actually like the regulations got a little stricter. Yeah. Well, that was that. Do they still do that pig slime thing in the chicken? It was like uh, this whole controversy oh, for pink, a long. Uh, yeah, I don't think that was real. <laughs> I have no idea, man. But I'm sure they lobbied. But everyone they, watched they, like a YouTube video and saw pink slime, and it was like the trend. But whatever it is, it's definitely not good fucking meat. You know, they dye it and bleach it, and then <laughs> like they make it. Yeah, it's. Uh, Chicken, chicken is not a good meat anyway. Just the way they're treated, it's not the yeah. Well, like the the mainstream farm farm chicken is garbage in general. All, all they of pump the... that stuff with like sodium water. Eh? The when they when they die, they pump the chicken breast with sodium and liquid. It's like a like the solvent, and it inflates the breast. That's why when you cook like a, you get these massive chicken breasts from like Costco or something, and it just goes yeah. And then when you cook it, just like this fucking water releases and the. Chicken breast ends up being like a quarter of the size. I would eat so much less meat if it was just quality. Even like that's we should get Peter back on to go more in depth about groceries because for for uh, ground beef and stuff they spray it to make it redder. So then when you buy it, it's like this <laughs> red meat. But the next day it turns brownish black. It's like it really yeah. If yeah. it hits the air, it's yeah. just turning. As soon as it all gets the oxygen on it, it just boom. That what that's what bugs me about uh, that beyond the beyond beef and stuff like that. Like first of all, it's like soy meat, like whatever. Like what is this stuff? Yeah. You know, it tastes like pork and stuff, and it's like not meat. But they put heme in it. What's heme? Like the shit that makes it's like it's like the stuff in your blood that makes it red, and it gives like a certain look and a certain flavor to meat. So Jeez. they started putting it in the beyond beef and the Impossible Burger and like these these products. I don't trust this shit, man. Right. I mean, I don't trust anything. I'm like one of those paranoid androids. But you know what the problem is when it goes mass market. There has to be all this shit added to make cheaper costs, you know, more popular item, taste better. Like, they start throwing extra stuff. Like, the premise probably was nice. Like, you go back to the beginning of McDonald's. It, the premise was really good. It was, like, a like good quality stuff. And then to mass produce it, you can't have that same range of, mm. of quality ingredients. It just won't work. So then they get cheaper and cheaper. So what you're saying is the hipsters have it right. As soon as something goes mainstream, you got to bail. You got to bail. You got to back out. You got to yeah. farm to the table. That's why, like, grow a beard and a sexy mustache. Yeah, if you notice, like restaurants, there's a few restaurants that, like, as soon as they franchise, they kind of the quality went down. I don't know if like people don't know Bustan. It's like a Montreal staple. That is one we lived through. You're yeah. right. It was like the original ones were like the one downtown, and then like one on Saint Laurent Street. There was one well, not Saint Laurent Street. Like okay, so there was like probably like three or four. Yeah, but there was one near like Metropolis. Uh, when, uh, when the creation wasn't on yes, the menu. Th we talked about the creation <laughs> a lot before, but yeah, it was like a secret item on their menu. Like only the people in the in the club, in the know, got it. Like, for the creation. <laughs> and I'm not bashing Busek, it's still phenomenal, but like, you can taste the quality is significantly different. It really, I, I was trying to think of one. I was, I'm going to kick this guy over soon. <laughs> I can feel it. I'm going to switch legs. Yeah, but that's, uh, yeah. that's one we live through. Because once you start getting mass production, they start ordering bigger quantities of produce, and 
that's when the calculations got to be the cheaper the better you know they start buying from another producer yeah who can, like, can supply like 30 chains instead of three chains and then so instead of going local you're starting to go mass and then i need to find a local yeah. butcher dude there's one up the street it's italian dude uh it's called uh fuck um tranzo tranzo hey. they make like their own sausages have, <laughs> everything is like 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 a uh, local shit it's really good man and you know, it's pretty cheap too. I used to go them all the time when I was on carnivore. They're like, "What are you buying? Fifty sausages?" <laughs> I'm like, he's you like, you have, have a big barbecue, big <laughs> barbecue." I'm just like, "Yeah, a huge barbecue." I didn't want to deal with like, "Yeah, I'm eating carnivore." I'm just the question eating fifteen man. sausages a day. <laughs> That's the opposite. The vegetarians. There's that joke about them always talking about being vegan or something, and then you're the carnivore, <laughs> and you're like, "Bro, yes, I got a barbecue. It's fine. Shut up." But you're it, not it, telling anyone. It's it hilarious because the vegans will tell you like right away. Carnivore, you kind of have to keep it hush hush. You got to do the ca- California <laughs> accent, and like, I don't, I don't eat anything with a face, and like you just, you, there's that meme, and you make fun of them, and you're eating just meat, and you're like, you're like a vampire, <laughs> like you don't want anyone to know. You're like, no, it's not for me. The best is when I was going to the yoga studio, and uh, rest in peace, yoga studio. They closed. Rip. Yeah, but but when I was full carnivore, the the yogis were like. Um, you're performing like you really you look good like um, are you like doing like plant-based diet all this <laughs> what's your secret <laughs> like a lot of people were, like because when i was really hard on carnivore I'm eating all my pets yeah when i was really hard on it i was training a lot too so i was just like at the peak performance i was just lean and i guess carnivore changes your skin tone or something because i just i looked vibrant i looked alive yeah so I was just like really deep in my yoga practice and people were noticing like you get, you know, people notice you when you lose like five, 10 pounds in a few weeks. Like, it's like, what the fuck just happened? You know, especially when they see you daily. If you're working out as well. Yeah. You're it, just transforming. Yeah. If you're getting less fat, more muscle. You're just like, oh, they don't even know what it is. They're like, why are you sexier? <laughs> so they ask me like, are you, are you plant-based? Are you doing vegan or something? I'm like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> you <laughs> Car- don't want to know. Carnivore. Dude. It's like, they put me on the blacklist. That is so funny, no, but man. That studio was good. They weren't like, uh, they weren't like. Uh, there's a lot of studios that are. It's like a religion in a sense. You know, it's like an yeah, ideology. Exactly. The real yogis, they'll say, like, if you want to attain a certain thing, if you're getting to a certain practice, then for a certain time, for a long time, it would benefit you to benefit you. I was gonna say benefit you, beneficial. <laughs> I, it's fucking. It's gonna me. beneficial you. It's gonna benefit you. <laughs> <Sounds French. laughs> it's gonna benefit you. Uh, to not eat meat but the the explanation that i got was that if they have emotions then in some weird way there's some you're eating that so i don't get it but like i try to feel it when i'm eating a cow i don't like this beef pork chicken they just call it chicken I don't, <laughs> they don't give a shit yeah. but i want to i want to call it's muscles of a of an animal i want to be real here and uh but my point is yeah the like chickens don't have fucking emotions, bro. They're lizards. They don't give a shit, bro. When them, when one of them dies, they start pecking at it. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've owned chickens. They're fucking morons. It's true. You used to have a chicken coop. <laughs> that's that's wild. But they're kind of intelligent, no? No, bro. Well, I've heard people say that they get pretty intelligent. I mean, a lot of birds well, have intelligence. It, like they'll run at you if they recognize you. Like I don't know if that's actually a, on a scale. They don't really recognize like. Like a, like some birds are intelligent and they have certain parts of their brain that are that are bigger and you know like you could talk about like crows and and uh, pigeons and stuff recognizing you and then flying on you and shitting on you and attacking you and all these things, but these fucking birds have no idea what's going on as far as I can tell. If I meet a cow, 
or a horse or just something that's like <laughs> fucking stupid. Like it's got its eyes are far apart, you know? Like it's it's not it's that kind of animal. Yeah. It's like meat. It's literally food for the wolves. Like it's 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 there to you're, the, you're aggravating so many vegan PETA people right now. I, do they really even listen to us anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Learn your lesson at this point. Comment. Like and subscribe. Dislike. <laughs> dislike and comment. Yeah. Send We're us your helping. angry notes. We'll send you a heart. We'll see. Make me laugh. But yeah, man, like if you eat, if imagine you ate like a cat, like a tiger or something, maybe you'd be all like, God. Well, that's the Chinese philosophy. Like that's why they would eat all these crazy type of animals and parts of the animals. Like, uh, isn't like a seal, is it the seal, uh, dick that they eat or something? (laughs) They eat like the, the dick of certain (laughs) animals to, for power. They think it's like a powerful thing. I feel like a 10 year old, like you just pause it. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it, like that, there's like this whole class of like elite Chinese billionaires yeah, that eat specific parts of different animals, in I mean, th- theorizing that they're going to absorb the power of the animal. That's really lazy superstition. It's like eat the dick; it'll make you horny. Maybe we're something. out of the know. Maybe it actually has a huge effect. I don't know, bro. I mean, if if I eat vegetables, do they? they but they like, don't if have you emotion. if you eat like organic like really clean veggies from like a loofah farm style or like from a like a literally from a farm versus if you go to IGA or like a regular Costco kind of thing and buy something you you feel different between the two at least for me I do I actually I like you do one. you really do feel more nutrients so I'm wondering if these like seal cocks that these Chinese billionaires <laughs> are eating are actually charging them up <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but this couch is making me loose. Like I don't know, it just feels like a. Just like we're, sh- a we're saying shit we sh- we wouldn't usually say. <laughs> I don't know, man. I want to explore this. Uh, like, okay, first of all, I have I have a few questions. First of all, would you try it? Would Seal you eat, cock, hundred percent, like or like a giraffe cock? Give it to me. I'm giraffe fucking dick? searing that with grass fed butter, <laughs> onions, and shallots, and fucking <laughs> serving that up. That you know what's fucked up? That sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Italian, man. It doesn't matter what you're making. You put oregano and oil, of olive oil, it's going to taste good. Dude, I'm an Italian grandmother's best friend because they make like, I make tripe, this tripe, whatever it's called, the fucking like the organ intestinal track of the of the cow. I, I eat it. I love it. All the other people hate it's it. Like Italian. Yeah, I went, <laughs> dude, I, w- I went to my friend's house. They're Italian. They cook like storms and it's just a feast every time you go. And is it tripe or stripe? The, the inter- I think it's I tripe. It was tripa. It's like tripe, right? So the English word is tripe. My dad, my dad he's not listening. Yeah. He would kill me. Yeah, so I'll just use the English he, term. He has, a, he has a dialect, so he just he doesn't say the last letter. He just yeah. goes, the tripe. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, okay, man. I don't know what you're saying. So like the mother served it, and the kids hate it. Like the kids are my age. They hated it. And then I, I'm eating it. I'm like, this is fucking delicious. What is this? And she's like, you're the only one that likes it. When you come, I'll make it just for you. And like, it was just like instant connection like fuck yeah anyone you eat who's the organs. had these things they're like it's a delicious like haggis yeah. too it's like it sounds delicious but what, it's like a sausage yeah, like yeah it's just meat and there's 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 spices in it like people don't talk about the fact that there's actually some effort that goes into it yeah there's you know vegan haggis well what the fuck is that i don't know <laughs> it's like <laughs> saying vegan ice cream you're like no call it something else i tried vegan ice cream it's not bad i might have it's the soy that fucks me i have like stomach issues after uh, well, hopefully we'll get Pat Owens next week. We'll talk a little bit about soy because we're not really meant to digest that kind of fucking stuff. I'm scared of it, man. Like the um, who's that? What do they call? The ASAP Science on YouTube. They those talk about soy. There? Yeah, yeah. I love those guys. They're, 
they talk about the different types of milk. One of their recent videos, they go into all the milks and they're like, what's like the best what? milk? Like, like almond milk. Yeah, yeah, but then there's like cashew and like some other, there's all these different Isn't cashew of, like super terrible for you? Cashews in general? Like uh, Or the cashew milk? Yeah, like in general. I heard. I don't know. I eat cashews all the time. I heard uh, there's like a high. Uh, oh yeah, like, there is like a poison in there. Yeah, there's like That's a high amount of this something, whatever it is. Dude, I, I don't know shit about nutrition. That's what I'm realizing. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Yeah. Leptin. Lectin. Le- I think it's leptin. I don't know. Or lectin. Something. It's one of the two L's. But yeah, apparently it's uh, in high quantities. It's like a toxic, raises your toxicity level or something. Maybe it's like that hormesis thing like we talked about with Pat Owen last time. Mm. Or like, well, you know, fucking, if you listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Which Harmin, no? It was in Harmin? Yeah. Anyway, we'll ask Pat when we get. I want to take it back why, to why did we? Yeah, let's go. We 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 just keep glossing yeah. over everything. Take it back, bro. <laughs> take it back to the. Uh, it's a little bit of in a different direction, but it's about feeling the animals and stuff like people talk about when yeah. you eat it. Dude, I had a fucked up experience with rape once. After, because I was I was heavy into carnivore at the time. Oh. And it's funny because when I when I eat a lot of like, no, I don't know if it's all correlated but i was avoiding rapi at the time when i was heavy on carnivore because the quality meat was really low mm. so i'm like all these talking heads in my mind of like factory farm meat and the torture and all that kind of stuff like the dark stuff the dark history behind the food we're eating that is a good word we are torturing these animals yeah it's it's savagery and the big thing of of the big criticism i have for fa- for carnivore diet for myself and what i was told to me is the like the quality of my meat is is so shitty and I agree, man. Yeah, I want to do carnivore again in the future, but I need to get a good source meat from like uh, in the most ethically murdered fashion. Uh, fashion. But anyway, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. If you had to eat an animal, like if if the emotions or the characteristics were a factor, obviously emotion wise, we would want something that's hunted and just quickly murdered. And you know it's it's lived a good life. It's ate yeah. grass all its life. It's run around all its life. You're eating just some like venison a, it's like or a something. One hour moment of murder. Yeah. And then you eat it. Like, I, I think I'd go for a deer. It, like yeah. temperament wise, it's just like it's like super relax, and then just like can jump like over a car if it gets started like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, have you tried elk? I don't think I have actually. It's phenomenal. I've only had it. I had caribou wild. I never had wild elk, but I had it from grocery store. It's actually really, really tasty. I had alligator once. Me too. Delicious. Really delicious. Yeah. I ate. But to be fair, it's probably like a Cajun style, like super was, salty. For me, it was fried. It was like it tastes like a chicken nugget. It was. It was chickeny. Yeah. Very similar. Some things taste like pork, and some things are are beefier. This was very just, very chickeny. I just said before, I didn't want to use those words, but it's just ingrained. This was very, it tastes like chicken, for real. Anyway, yeah. Go back to the rapé. So I did it. It was one night. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I need to see energetically what's up, you know? Because rapé, we've explained it too many times, but it. I'm not going to explain it, but it just aligns you with, with what you're feeling at the deeper layer, diff, deeper layers. So I did like a heavy dose of rapé. Huh. And dude, I'm telling you, it was the most fucked up shit ever. I had a vision, like a visual, full on visual. Was it that DMT rapper? No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> the Yopo. Which one's that? That was the DMT rapper. Okay, I didn't do that one. Was this more male or female rapper? 
I know you have like these. Yeah, I kind of categorize it. I don't know how, because uh, it's based on who created it. Like the this was the male one, but the, but the so far it was energy. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I find like the harder, more um, like uh, pungent smelling rapes are more of like the masculine energy, and the more like cinnamon, uh, like a little. You just know, Christmassy little, home yeah. feeling. One of them takes your hand; the other one shoves you. That's in the it. So water. I, I categorize the two in masculine and feminine energy. So this was definitely more of the masculine. It's mom and pop, bro. Yeah. So I did, dude. The I'm vision. Loving this couch. It's pretty cool. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. This is, yeah. <laughs> it's like just chilling. Um, what was I saying? Vision. Yeah, me, dude. Rapping. So, yeah. So when I did, so doing it yourself is so fucking hard too with the. The self-serving curate. I know, bro. You're crazy. <laughs> Self, uh, self-administered rapping. Administer. Yeah. So you have to I'll blow go. it in your nose while not breathing in. It's like stabbing yourself. Like you must hesitate so <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. You're like, ah, why yeah. did I do that? Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough, but it's an art in its own. Uh, I have another story for rapping after. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But so it's anyway, so funny. It's like, why are we doing this? So so when I did it, I had this vision, bro. And it was like, it wasn't like a visual like experience like what we're having right now. I see you, you see me. It was more like those the psychedelic energetic visions where you just like see shapes, but you know what it is. Like a mix of the info download and the and the shapes. Yeah. And you see like the, and the sounds. Moments. And it's like communicating okay. above visual. It's like, you know what you're seeing, but it's more of like this like five dimensional experience where you're seeing you're seeing the sounds but understanding the sounds. I sound. love how I know exactly what Yeah, you're anyone who's done a psychedelic can like yeah, probably I know what you're talking yeah. about, you know? So, it's cuz it I'll bring it back for one second like the whole if you've never done psychedelics, I remember distinctively my first experience, I was anticipating seeing regular reality like this room like you and me but just different or stuff that's not there just like yeah like like a like pink elephant would pop yeah. up and just me and you would be like hey who the fuck's that guy and we would just laugh and then it disappears and then i was like gravely mistaken <laughs> i one time had i took six grams of shrooms and i had like that like what people used to joke weed was where you like all the rainbowy colors yeah, and yeah. like you see like your hand go like 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 split into like a million hands anyway yeah like the big doses that could happen but for the most part reality as its whole shifts it's not this room anymore it's kind of like this ever shifting experience where you, you shift a lot so yeah if the way you feel and understand things suddenly changes it's very hard to put into words That's, but we're doing an okay job i think so <laughs> 60 something episodes in we did a decent job explaining the psychedelic experience but so, so back to the the rapping. So I was in that kind of, I would say if I need to describe it for a, a fellow psychonaut, it was like pre-peak in mushrooms where like mm. the room is kind of like, you know, but my eyes are closed. So it's just the black is vibrating. And dude, I just hear screaming and crying, but it's all animal sounds. I think you told me about this. I, I may have told you yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, I heard like sheep. I don't know. I fucking sheep, but I heard like sheep, uh, goats, cows, everything screaming, chickens. Like there was just noise and chaos, and it was just it was like getting louder and louder and louder. And I'm just like fucking trying to stay centered, you know, like try to breathe through it. But it was really overwhelming. And then there's like a little voice that came in. I guess it's me. Well, I, it's it's a it's a segment of me. It's all you. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> and it was saying like, it's okay. You can do this, but you need to be so appreciative of what you're eating and you need to thank it. 
you need to say prayer before you eat this meat. Even if it came from a terrible source, the fact that you have it is a blessing and you need to bless that animal, bless that food, whatever you're putting in your system because it suffered, but there is a there's a positive coming out. It's giving you life. It's giving you energy. You have to know, you have to accept that you know. I think there's you a, can't there's a be pain. Ignorant to it. Yeah, there's like a, there's a little bit of a problem. I mean, it, it can scale it's up. A there's point, a problem of, of just pretending it's okay because you That's, know. We all know. Yeah. And I'm probably going to get McDonald's after this. You know, like... <laughs> it's <laughs> But you're right. Except yeah. that you know. That's really, really deep. Because that changes your relationship with it. Because if you're eating it and you're like, oh, fuck those animals, you know, you're just going... You know, but you don't want to know. It's a suppression. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lie. And it's, I, I mean, I talked about it on the podcast already. Like, I've, I felt so good lately with just eating junk but i was just letting it be like not a guilt thing mm. and and I, uh, even that was just a, a huge uh like a better feeling and that's it and that's what i got out of it. it was like look you understand the source of this you understand the pain that was brought to your dish and what that animal went through but at least give it that appreciation and love and that moment of gratitude that it's here it serves. It's serving its f- whatever purpose left. And at least you can be a. It's going to be a part of you cellular at the cellular level. It's, and it's, dude, that changed everything though. Like I didn't purge. I, usually when I do rapé and my diet's off or energy's off, I purge. This was just like this vision, and I was just like this. I was. I remember. I. I don't know if I was like like squeezing my fists or doing like this, like thank you kind of thing. And then uh, it was just that. It just appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. And then I woke up out of it. And I'm like, okay, fuck, I'll do prayers. I'll do fucking prayers. Like, bless your food. It lasted a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you probably do it unconsciously now. Like, after I, I did that thing where I stayed awake. Like... S- side note, though, I need to add this. Oh, yeah, I you told s- you this. I remember telling you this, and then you told me to bless your water. Yeah. You remember that? And no, that was. I don't. <laughs> nope. But I know about blessing your you water. You told me something about water, how you're supposed to bless it. Because it, it it's like the elixir. There's no nutritional value for it. It doesn't do anything but hi- give you life and hydrate you. I, I get downloads sometimes. But I don't <laughs> you fucking told me this and it blew my mind. I'm like, water is what you need to bless. You know what? I got that from Blue Morpho. The, um, it's, uh, the, he's been on podcasts. The I, don't remember, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I forgot his name now. But it's called like Blue Morpho Club or something like that. And, and you can go on his website and you can sign up for like this 30-day challenge. And he sends you emails. And... Uh, and it's like he'll just what the first day will be like drink the water this way and it's like you drink it like it's the like it's the elixir of life like you you'd sacred i remember i was living with a uh, some friends you at the time and i i'm there in the kitchen I remember this and it's like it, it was delicious i was <laughs> drinking it like i just came out of a desert but i was also being patient i wasn't like dying of thirst and it was so it was so slow and, and like just this appreciation wow. and and he just went like he just like Usually he makes fun of me, like this guy too. I don't know if Glebe listens, but I I love you, bro. He he usually he's just a, gonna stab and like jab and make fun kind of thing. But he just and with actual with honesty, he just went like, dude, you just drank that water like you were in love with it, like, like he like it wasn't it, it wasn't he wasn't mocking me. Yeah, and I was like, he's yeah, like, bro, because I was like <laughs> like straight up. Wow. Yeah, that's deep, man. It's it changes things, man. But you know, I, I wanted to say it's not a cop out. You know, it's the same thing as the water. You really are just in love with the experience and, and, and honest with the experience. And if you do that with water, it's so kind of simple and beautiful and, and whatever, you know. But with the meat, every time you eat meat afterwards, you, you think twice. You're like, 
a lot of stuff had to happen for my food to be made. And that's just a type of gratitude. But sometimes it's like a, it's shitty. You know, you're just like, oh, maybe I don't want to eat this this time. Or maybe yeah. maybe it does a certain thing and I'm aware of that in my body now, in my system. It's not even about the suffering of the animal. It's like, I don't want to eat this right now. Whatever, Just listen to that. And it's, things start shifting and moving and it's hard to really put into words. But yeah. it's, it's it becomes less and less of an effort, you know? Yeah. And it just becomes in your face. And, and it's, it's not, you don't have to stand on some kind of like pride and be like, oh, I don't want the animals to suffer. And then, like a lot of times it's hard to feel like you're making any kind of difference, but it doesn't have to be like you're winning some battle against factory, factory farming. Like that is a, that is a boulder that is slowly rolling down the hill. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to do its thing, you know? And I don't know if the beyond beef stuff is the solution to be honest, but it's, it's part of the solution, I think. I think there's going to be multiple factors. It's moving the conversation yeah, in another yeah. direction. You know, a lot of people. I think yeah. it's, like you said, though, it's a slowly boulder. I think the op, like, as that boulder's going down, we're also behind it, kind of taking out little pieces of it. And eventually, it's just going to be a little pebble. And I think it's just... I, you you flip that analogy for me, because for me, it was like <laughs> destruction. Yeah. It's like this massive thing. It's, it's like a snowball. It's getting bigger Wait. and falling and... Oh. It was, it was, but I think we're all behind it in a sense, just living our lives as this is clearing our path, but now we're kind of realizing that, oh shit, it's actually destroying our path. It's a sweeter analogy. I, I thought we were in front of it, getting murdered by our murder, <laughs> but <laughs> yours is nicer. I like mine better. I like yours better. <laughs> but Where honestly, I think, I think, and this is a deep, talking about, we'll try to bring this all into one thing, is but we were talking about documentaries from the beginning, then Fuck to it. food. And then I'll talk to you about uh, Fantastic Fungi, which is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. But what I was thinking is like, these processes are happening, like nature's happening. It's a, it's a system that's evolved over billions of years. And I think we're a little bit too impatient as, as a species, which is kind of cool because we, we get passionate with them. Being impatient, we get very passionate about very small or big causes. Mm. And we kind of go all, a lot of people go all in on one cause out of like a trillion things that are wrong. And sometimes that moves the needle. So I think... I can't understand that. I'm too indecisive. <laughs> I, uh, I'm with you on that. There's so many things happening. But I think in the end of the day, the equation is so... It's so... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's so sharpened. The equation is so mathematically perfect from such a long duration of, of trial and error and failures and, accept, and successes. Like the natural forces are billions of years old and we're here as a human species, conscious, aware for what, 100K years? Like civilizations, what? Well, debatable like, 50,000 years? Like uh, what's your definition of, of aware? Like knowing, I guess die we're we're starting to make a big impact or bigger impact on the environment and more aware of like yeah more conscious. I'd say like twenty thousand years. Yeah, let's go. Let's aim even high. Let's put a hundred k years. Okay, let's just go fucking wild. I'm I I'd say yeah, it's not that long that we really started shaping the environment and destroying yeah. things and like things are irreparable. Like we're fucked. Yeah. So, and but then, then it's like modern okay. society is what a couple hundred years old. So. The fact that we're so eager for these giant changes and these so these big catastrophic uh, predictions of what's going to happen if we don't change our act, it's so interesting because nature has survived way worse conditions than we can ever imagine 
over th- billions of years, like fucking astral impacts that just wiped out every species alive and destroyed the sky for for fucking thousands of years. There's just ash in the sky. Then huge volcanic volcanic explosions that literally destroyed landscapes and created new landscapes and then giant tidal waves and then ice ages and all these insane events and it's still thriving it's still the the mycelium network underneath the ground when you watch this documentary sammy you're going to be mind blown but there's a mycelium network under the ground and it's so advanced in communication and it's just networked under everywhere where there's earth it's a network and it's communicating and exchanging knowledge with trees with land it's it's understanding if an animal dies in let's say location a in the forest and the mycelium network is like far away well it's there anyway but it's also communicating from a distance it will recognize there's a death of an animal and send send uh, um information to that spot and then mycelium will communicate to the mushrooms and they will come out and digest the dead corpse and it goes right back into the network it is so fucking advanced. It's like a full recycling system. Like this machine is just working. So yes, look, I came to a realization that we do have an effect and we could be more conscious and aware. It's not saying to just put our feet back and let nature fucking replenish. Because when it, if, it, if we did that, it would just eat us up. Yeah, that's some, that's some Bill Gates uh, yeah. continue the lockdowns yeah. logic. But it's so advanced that we just need to calm it down a little bit in terms of the pointing fingers and the screaming and the shaming and this, and just kind of learn to understand this network better so we can live more harmonious to it. I think what you're talking about is like a realistic shift of consciousness instead of halting, instead of like having extreme uh, polarizing moods, just, just being like, Hey, look, capitalism's a thing. We can't just ruin entire industries because that's going to fuck with people's jobs. Money is a thing. Let's not just be crazy hippies here. It's not but let's not be uh, everything that that got us to to this location. But to your point, the the nature will swallow us up one the, way or the that's other. That's it. But so it's we got to be careful for the for the survival of our species. Exactly. Yeah. But that's a that's a, I'm okay with that. I don't want like a you know, spiders to take over or like robots in the future. Like I want yeah. humans to be preserved. I have a bias. I'm a human. But like, <laughs> we all have a bias. But even yeah. just in terms of the science of, of yoga, just the, the, this idea, this ideal of the awareness that we're p- capable of, even no matter how smart you'll say an elephant or a whale is or something, we are upright, bipedal, thumb-wielding, communicative uh social like we're the best we're the best when it comes to consciousness and awareness we have a lot of responsibility there i'm not using it to boast and to say we can just do whatever we want but like we are worth preserving in more ways than we can understand because the fact that we could have these conversations and all this shit you know you're you're talking about modern society it's not even a a few hundred years like 20 years 50 years look at all this fucking technology (laughs) it's true it's true and ridiculous. To, I think why we're so unique as a species and why it's so crucial to preserve us and to save us and to really expand us is because... something funny right now. <laughs> no, but it's because of our potential of becoming multi-planetary. I think that is why we're at the pinnacle right now. I don't even care about that anymore. I know the potential, the potential, I'll agree with you on the potential. The fact that we have the ability to affect the world that much, but I think we got to go deeper inward and just stay on the planet. Well, Maybe not forever, but like we we do not understand how the universe works, and we are are bottlenecking ourselves into maybe, the physical. Yeah, and it's so 
it, it's I don't like if you say this shit to to like a scientist, they're gonna be like, you know, you just gotta accept what's real and 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 move forward with that. But it's like you don't know what's real. Let's really take like a few. Let's take a few hundred years and really really give it a college try and explore things we don't understand maybe we can travel the stars with mm. our fucking minds you don't know bro but this is why it's interesting that you're saying this but if you look around at what's actually happening in terms of science the 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 idea of expansion and leaving this planet is ramping up but now the idea of going inwards is ramping up too with the psychedelic medicines and it's i think there's like a deep correlation rela- relationship between those two practices that are going to kind of um fold so right, yeah because yeah, there's a momentum on both of those as we're expanding outwards it's almost like um a, a manifestation of what are of our universal consciousness is going it's like we're expanding outwards but we're also looking inwards more and it's like when we look inwards we'll expand and realize we're the universe and then why not travel space why not expand outwards once you have the inside kind of not figured out but explored it's just like an extension because when you you travel sacrifice a lot to travel space that's the problem yeah but you might have to download your brain into a computer and press pause so you travel for like a thousand years and it feels like two seconds maybe that's where we're heading man maybe that's where nature's taking us and look change and unknown is scary jesus and buddha are down for that shit maybe they're inorganic i don't know what what is organic you're not taking the mycelium anymore I don't know, man. Maybe it's just all data. Maybe we're all just chilling in some weird universe. Maybe computer. we're just an extension of the mycelium network. Just now it's working its way to expand into different networks. But let me let me put it this way. If it's in the universe and like on the universe and it's not of the universe anymore in some way that again we can't understand. Like, you know, my body, let's like like as a as a very simple analogy, let's say my body is is like a you know, a universe of some kind. And like we're talking about humanity as like a culture, a culture, like an organ or a or a, a a a cancer even, or a blood cells or something, some some analogy. What if you're? What if the danger is of of killing yourself? The information will still be there, but you're inert. You have to keep putting. You have to keep. There's no more like energy of love that's just flowing outwards and and allowing you to be this organic experience. In in the in the real sense of organic, but also in the figurative sense, mm. in that it just kind of flows, but that it's also alive. It, we have to keep reinforcing it, keep brushing the rust off, keep rebuilding. You have to keep loving it yeah. on the outside, or else it's gonna die. And it's like it's like a tattoo on my body, or like a piece of dirt. It's not on my body. It's on my body, but it's not of my body anymore. And maybe in some ways now it's it it has other capabilities and blah blah blah. But it's like a pigeonhole. Mm. And you know what's funny? We're kind of talking about the movie Cloud Atlas. I've never seen it. No, uh, sorry, spoiler. I mean, not really spoilers, but like, it's an old movie. I don't give a fuck, man. Go watch it. <laughs> Pause this and go watch it. But like, <laughs> the the it's it's a Wachowski. I forget that people could movie. just pause this and just do some other shit. And don't come back. pause us. It's rude. We get frozen in a in a limbo and it's very painful. <laughs> it fucking hurts. <laughs> I got we got shit to do. Just did go you just through. pause us? We felt that. <laughs> no, so. uh uh, the, there's a because the movie's bouncing a lot through time, and there's things in the in the past, and then in the in the present, and then far into the future, like in the future, and then far in the future. Mm. So the far future one, there's literally a section of humanity that bounced, and they're spacefaring, and then there's a section of humanity that stayed on Earth or got left behind in a sense, and they became extremely nature-based and spiritual, and they had like psychic abilities mm. and. And they were kind of like, they were vision based and they had this kind of intuitive 
um, like sub semi conscious life, and then and then there was literally these robotic like like half technology humans who came back and were like, oh hey, like we forgot this person or whatever. You know, again, watch the movie. But I gotta cut you off for a second because this popped into my mind as you were saying this before this explanation of the movie. And I think I realize why it's important to have these two paths of one going out into space and seeding. They and create each other. But it's like, if you look at like the relationship between us and chimps or us and dolphins, there was a moment in history where it's not as simple as this, but I'm going to break it down to the simple uh, simple analogy that break like where, <laughs> where we both evolved, some of us on land and some of us chose to stay in the water and then evolved as dolphins. I think that's what's going to happen where there's going to be a, a section of the humans. <laughs> My dolphins. <laughs> there's going to be a section of humanity that's going to want to leave this planet and grow and, and expand there. And then there's going to be a section that want to preserve this planet and stay here. And you're probably going to have like two different species. That if we're looking at 5,000 years from now, if it actually that trajectory played out, you're going to have these interconnected humans in this planet like with the mycelium network like avatar shit like some fucking avatar shit like fully connected to the plants and everything and then you're gonna have like these cyborg species that are just searching the universe for new planets to to to, my question okay to expand in that is a great point i kind of and then there'll be just two different species as if we're human and chimp like it's gonna be that distinction one's gonna last longer that's that's the fucking system. The, it doesn't matter. They're both going to live. Maybe. The chimps are still here. Together. The chimps are still here. We're still here. There's still this weird relationship. Okay, but I, this is my, this is my uh, utopic future, okay? Because, because, you know, we did branch off. We were yeah. like aquatic apes or something. And, and you, 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 if you study evolution, you understand that environment or, or, or circumstance will uh, force you to branch off. And eventually that led to us. Mm. So some things are still fucking like dumb monkeys and then there's us. Yeah. So again, like which one's the better path? But maybe as we grow in that way, we do separate, but there's a balance now. And imagine you have like some fucking Borg in space making sure we don't get hit by meteors and like, you know, traveling the stars. And then you have us who are like half fucking plant now or whatever the fuck, you know, and we're, we can't defend ourselves from from certain things, but like a stupid virus, like a like coronavirus or something, yeah. we just kill all the Borg people, yeah. you know? So there's this balance now and we're, we're even more, we both understand that we need each other and we become this like, we're both human, you know, we're both very close in, in DNA. Like maybe it's it's like separating over over time. But like they need us to replenish their numbers mm. because we're they're, they're we're like the seeding planet. We're just yeah. this, we're just like this like but but they become it. this like like it doesn't have to be us like we sacrifice our humanity. But like some of the humans are like yeah let's go to Mars like those people yeah. they're like yeah let's become fucking r- robot people. Yeah. It's like okay if you're down then you're gonna you're gonna serve us and we're gonna serve you. Yeah. Like it's it's not a selfish thing to be like. It, it doesn't matter what you become at this point. As a human being, you can't override the fact that you want to perpetuate yourself. If you're going to clone your consciousness until, until you know, to the nth degree and think that you're living forever, like, I have news for you, but, you know, if, if you yeah. want to lie to yourself, okay. But one way or the other, we want to perpetuate ourselves. We want to we wanna last. It doesn't even, I don't think there's going to be some robot that hits enlightenment and says, yeah, I'll turn myself off. You know, maybe mm. I don't know. There was that cool movie, Her. Yeah, that was, was that was not movie. the movie I was thinking of actually. Oh, but that, that was another one. The the AI achieves enlightenment and just said, Bruce. "Okay, we're good." Yeah, it's hard to say. I think there might be Doomsday, Doomsday book, Doomsday. I don't remember the name of the movie, but I think there might be this this 
mutual relationship between the two because there whoever expands outwards is going to realize well probably already realizes it but is going to understand how crucially important this planet is for also preserving life if shit doesn't work out over there you know yeah man imagine a species that that's that's that advanced we're already going to take over the sun you know we're going to be yeah. like this type 2 civilization that's like they, like they they have this thing now where it's not a dyson sphere but it's called like a dyson uh spore or cloud or something you know like you you have these these tiny structures built all around the sun so it minimally blocks the light so the the planets are still very much habitable like earth is still very habitable it dims the light wait wait this is a man man-made yeah Okay. So the, this guy, this guy, I don't remember his name, Dyson. He's like a scientist. I, I, he, yeah, he, do the vacuums or is someone else? No, 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 no. It's just yeah. a, a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. His name, I don't remember his first name, but he, um, let's call him Dave. Dave Dyson, the double D. Uh, he he had this idea of advanced civilizations taking over. Like like you just need more energy. You need more resources. And it's like first you become one with the earth, and you're not depleting. You're always like you're you're taking as you're giving kind of thing. And or giving as you're, t- I don't know how to put it. Give um, and take, yeah. You're just it becomes zero sum kind yeah. of like you're not destroying the earth anymore, and you're able to perpetuate your yeah. your population without any problems. Like you get it, and uh, that's a type one civilization. So mm. we're not even really there. So he's yet. Ch- wait, he's changing the the, the three types because I I understood the type from a little bit of different uh, perspective. He's I think he's the one who started. Okay. It. Or okay. No, someone else did, but he just theorized okay. the Dyson sphere. Yeah. The type two takes over uh, or gains power from the sun yeah. kind of semi-directly. And yeah. then type three, then there's like type five. Type it's like three controls the, if I'm not mistaken, it's now taking over the galaxy's power from the yeah. black hole. Like and then multiple galaxies and then eventually maybe yeah. even the universe. And then it's like, so you, we're, we're getting into weird territory. So Michio Kaku had a great explanation for people who can't uh, visualize the difference between type one, two, and three. It was like, he was saying that the internet is the beginning of a type one civilization. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I think we've even talked about it on the podcast yeah. before. Like, you need a, you need uh, a telephone well, no, it's system. Type one telephone system. Like, the internet, like, if you look at how telephones evolved, it was like a fucking cup and a, and a tube and a little thing in the wall. Or, <laughs> and you're just echoing through it. Did you ever have one of those as a kid? No, but we used to have in my house, we had, like, the vent system for, like, oh, the, with yeah, a fan. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, if you were in different rooms, we, we found that they were connected. So I would talk to my brother and my sister from my, my bedroom to my parents' bedroom. Like, uh, hey, you hear me? And you just hear a little echo. You just aim it. The, so that that would be what me and my brother and my sister were doing was like a type zero beginning stage telephone system. And 0. now, 1. now I can <laughs> message my sister in Israel and she gets the message almost like, uh, like five seconds, not even like in the millisecond numbers. So that is the beginning stage of a type one telephone system. That is bonkers. So picture that in terms of how uh, we use energy and that would be a type one civilization would be planetary power by using the the planet right it's fully understanding and using the planet's energy for fuel which we're kind of doing but we're destroying the planet at the same time so we have to find a way that it's like it's a race regenerative you That's know the, you know like if if you think about uh, we're getting off topic but like if you think about like um i used to theorize a lot about like uh like this uh this illuminati idea of like people imagine people are really running the show directly it's kind of far-fetched to, to think in such a direct control for such a big system of thing but still it's kind of true yeah. and everyone just kind of accepts it now even though they used to make fun of us but <laughs> they're like yeah bro i know okay <laughs> anyway um imagine you had that control and you wanted to make us a, a highly advanced 
immortal spacefaring, you know, uh, asteroid proof species, it would look like this. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a, it's like an amoeba, you know, like you're, you're, you're concentrating resources into cities and certain places uh, so that technology, certain technologies grow so that you can win the race because you need so much resources to to keep everyone alive so they don't rebel yeah. so that you can continue this game but a lot of people are suffering a lot of animals are suffering a lot of the earth is being destroyed so it's this crazy spinning plates balancing act and then suddenly we have free energy and and like we can just push a button and like a forest pops out and like you, you don't yeah. we don't know like we're going to lose so much but that's just how time works in a way again i don't want i never want to be flippant about this and i want to mm. preserve a lot of the the information, but I just feel like yoga gives me this weird, sometimes cold, uh, s- s- like a viewpoint where there's a there's a fundamental information about being human that's more important than like the names of stuff mm. or the or the dances and the 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 the, the specific decorations and I, things have things that have meaning and purpose are what are going to last. Yeah. And then things that have some meaning and purpose and, and utility in the moment are going to pop up and die as generations pass. Everything else is forfeit. And we just preserve some of it because it's memes. We just go like, oh, uh, you know, the Buddha. Like that guy did a cool thing. It, like We care about, as we have an ego. We care about our suffering. and, and yeah. our, So it, these things stay for a reason. Funny things, horrible things, they stay for a reason. Everything else just kind of goes away. And it sucks because that's like species sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I th- I think even without our impact, there's like some crazy number of species that go extinct every day. And then with our impact, obviously it, it ramped up. But without humans, if you took us out of the equation, there's still a huge amount of number of species every day that just disappear. We are disappear. taking bites out of the rainforests around the world. Yeah. Uh, like but, bites but every day, it's just gonna, chunks are it's going It's going to come down to the reality of... It's to save our species, we're going to have to change our habits because if if you are that Illuminati control that we're we're theorizing, you see this happening and you realize it's also a threat to your business structure because this. It's not about capitalism. Uh, capitalism. Well, your it's control about, structure it's too. About like your, it's like destroy the earth, achieve crazy technology that saves everything, and it's just like you're like they 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 tug on each other, hmm. and it's like you're just going. Uh, 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 like rungs on a ladder yeah. and at the last second which one's going to win well that's that's like kind of almost where we're at right now it's we're like, like a few years kind of, away from that there's a weird logic yeah. to it i don't know if we're doing it if someone's doing it consciously like some fucking overlords it might just be the progressive it the, works either way it, it might be the way it's somewhere in the middle is what i think yeah it's the truth is always in the middle you know you go you go to both extremes and then you kind of find the answer somewhere there Hashtag middle in politics is probably the best place to be. That's a really long hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but that's what I love though, is like you can go down those extreme rabbit holes and then to the other extreme and then you're going to f- figure something out, some truth to both sides and then you're just going to be like, the reality is I have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, what was I going with that? The There was a great quote in the fantastic fun guy by paul stamets and he says from observing nature he realized that survival of the fittest is the model that we've been reading about and understanding and it is in a sense survival of the fittest but what survives way longer than the fittest is community and a giant extension of of um what was the word he used extension of when you're um when someone gives you a lot of stuff for free 
like just keeps giving you what what would you label that as uh generosity yeah an extension of generosity so when you're overly generous and that system is overly generous for example the pollination for bees yeah like (laughs) when you're overly generous so the the flowers they bloom the bees take out what they need they do some other shit and eventually that trade-off actually seeds more flowers because the bees take the pollen or whatever and the bees create the honey and it's like this extension of generosity in community and in this unified way, in this yogic way, because it's all working as one, is the proven method over the survival of the fittest for the longest period of time. And that's why the mycelium network has been around almost a few billion years old, I think. It's something ridiculous where they've seen all species come and go, dinosaurs come and go, but they still thrive because they work in this unified network. And fuck, when you take a magic mushroom, (laughs) I feel like you're tapping into the brain of the mycelium network and you're understanding how everything's connected. And that's that's for us to survive... We have to fucking connect. We have to eat the mycelium network, eat the fucking mushrooms, and realize that we're all fucking connected. I'm not even kidding, but it's so true. And that's the only way we'll survive as a species because right now we're not acting in a connected way. We're not acting in a community fashion. We're not looking out for one another. We're looking out for our personal best interests at the micro level and at the macro level. But we're looking for leadership still. And right. it's like, dude, we're we're not that kind of monkey. Yeah, but you know what else? We have very unconscious habits too. We we in one hand we're wearing masks to preserve and save other people, apparently. And then the other hand we're throwing those masks in the streets and creating huge pollution piles. So we're we're getting there. I'm not putting just the negative life on negative life light on humans, but we're becoming more aware, but it's gonna take work and it's the only way for our species to fully evolve to the next phase of evolution which would be the stage uh, um, what's it called the stage one civilization we just said it yeah type one civilization and I think for us to be type one is we have to fully be connected together in unison you know we got to cut all this bullshit out it's going to take work and it's our impatient ape mind that's saying it's not happening fast enough it's chaotic but I think these networks happen over a longer period of time longer than maybe our lifetimes but if we are surviving, it's because we're heading in that direction. I think we're just impatient because of like stories. We're children. Well, we're, that, no, that too. But, but I think we're children. It's we bro. can imagine. We can, we're idyllic. We're we impatient from start. We're we're impatient from start. We get a little bit older, so we kind of understand what time is a little bit more. But we're are still we impatient when we're young. Oh, well, you want everything immediate, or maybe it's it's kind you of need when you're young. You just cry. You're like, ah, I can't sleep. I don't know how to sleep. Ah, and then you're like, I'm f- food. And yeah. Like, it's just a, it's just like an evolutionary thing, but I don't know if that's a one for one. If you can like use that as like a symbol symbolism for mm. like our our species, I don't know. Boy, if you look at our behavior, we're very impatient. I just as an adult, as a grown human male person, I'm just like I can picture very simplistically. Obviously, I'm not an economist. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a fucking ecologist or geologist, and I'm I'm nothing. I'm really I have no none of these grander scientific understanding just a curious chimp i'm just a curious fucking chimp bro (laughs) but uh that was very red band (laughs) 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 Uh, i should put that in the beginning of our uh (laughs) clips we're gonna get sued (laughs) what was i saying um like there there's literally story like i grew up watching star trek yeah and it's it's a it's not what our future looks like but 
you just you just have these blanket statements like yes we had world war 3 and it's like ooh scary we had to go through like there's this there's this worst there's this dark night of the soul that humanity still has to go through yeah. and then on the other side is this better con- con- connected civilization and and then for drama's sake even in those stories there was a lot of problems in those societies in in the leadership because humans were still pretty much human yeah. but I, like that's the there's a pro and a con. It's like this weird double-edged sword. It's like we just can picture... I, 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 as an individual, can just start making better choices. It's not easy. That's so, in all honesty, it, it's, easy, it's really easy to scale that up and realize that it's fucking hard for humans to get their shit together. Yeah. You know, because most of us don't know what the fuck's going on, or we do when we beat ourselves up about it. But, so there's like this fourth or fifth level up, the, up that ladder yeah. where you're actually living like a proper fucking person. But we hit thresholds. Like, it's hard until there's like a wake-up call scenario where it's like, it has to fucking change right now or I'm done kind you, of thing. You burn to yeah. learn. That's and what I think, being human is. So I think if that happens at the individual level, that can take years too to just before you hit that like that moment, you know? Critical mass, what yeah. people talk about a lot, is, is like the, the 51% starting to make the better decisions or, yeah. the, or the 80% and the other 20 just follow suit kind yeah. of thing. So that takes time. That takes a lot of time, a lot of generations and a lot of unfortunately or fortunately I don't know it's the human fucking mind we need catastrophe usually to get our shit together and just we're almost looking for it in a sense we are I guess it's the you know why because it's one of the biggest accelerators for change yeah it really is and if I can throw in some I mean positively speaking a lot of us agree on a lot of shit now Hmm. you know we're almost hypnotized to be dehypnotized you know, it's like no one will disagree that factory farming is destroying the planet. It's not good for our health. It's horribly cruel to animals. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if hunting is sustainable. In the large scale, no. It just isn't? It's just not possible. There's, If everyone started just fucking taking rifles and going hunting, it wouldn't, wouldn't be sustainable. It would be the same issue. No, but what if you had, like, designated hunters? You had people making sure populations were good. and but you There's let too them many people, man. There's too many people. But what if a lot less people eat it, ate meat? Well, that's kind of what's happening right now. That's why, who knows, maybe these factory farms are taking a big hit. And that's why they're putting in their money now into Beyond Meat. You know, like, that's why I think that the change is going to be multi-layer. You know, it's it's, it's slow. Be slow. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be slow. these monsters of industries are going to have to f- adapt to the new method, the new philosophies. And but maybe want, it'll be lab-grown meat and stuff. Who knows? They need that, like, to, to, to lose the least amount of money possible, they need that vertical they need to integration. Adapt. They and need that's that. where change happens. Yeah, and but you don't just suddenly start growing vegetables. No. You know, you're like, okay, it's no, a different they, kind of meat, they so we scale can still out. sell the bread, we can yeah. still McDonald's. Yeah, you know? but, but, we just but how are we going to monetize look that's where capitalism is actually beautiful because as the market evolves the the industries have to evolve with it mcdonald's is serving fucking salads and smoothies now that's because the conscious awareness of the individual consumer is becoming more healthy so yeah look i just realized we're mad at stuff like corporations because they're ruining capitalism like capitalism kind of it's the best thing we had so far and it's working and then people are taking over and having monopolies and changing and laws greed comes in but and they're avoiding taxes it's yeah. like you're fucking with the good system yeah it, it, it's, it's not the, capitalism that it's, it's that the I'm best system at. that we know of in the moment until we evolve into a newer system or just a different system it's the best thing we I got did, right I'm now I'm sorry I interrupted you I got really excited there because I just yeah. shit on capitalism all the time yeah, but, but it's like no it's okay yeah Ish. ethical capitalism is an interesting philosophy and there's a lot of Businesses oh, I'd read are, that book. There's a lot of there's a lot of businesses <laughs> that are starting to operate like that. On it is another one that's more of eth- ethical capitalistic 
a philosophy behind it. It's they have very, very good quality products from good local whatever. And I, I don't know if they're all local, but they're trying. You, you can tell they're being honest too because yeah. some of their stuff is expensive out of nowhere. It's very and some expensive. Some of their stuff is yeah. not though. Yeah. Some of their stuff is very affordable for what it is. There's yeah. so much research and development and, and really good quality products that go into something like Alpha Brain. But if you compare it to other nootropics, yeah. it's really good for the price. But then their, you know, their hemp uh, powder or their they're uh, whatever you know like it's you're, you, I don't know I don't have the you need to be upper middle class to yeah. fucking shop on. yeah it gets pricey but you know what the power we have to shape the society we want is knowledge and awareness the mm. more knowledge and awareness we have over our conscious or our bodies and our minds we can literally collectively shape the industries like for example when I bring back McDonald's salads and smoothies that happened because the, the demand was becoming more health conscious you know, so these giant monsters of corporations have to adapt. I'm not saying McDonald's is, is doing a powerful, great work, but I'm saying that they had to change their way to suit our needs. And that's the balance. That's Mark. That's what I love about capitalism is the supply and the demand. We create the demand. They create the supply to, to suit. Our, you just like idiocracy can't happen. We're not going to we're not going to ever be so stupid that we're spraying uh, Gatorade on plants. <laughs> Because it's what's it's what plants crave. I used to sign. I used to pour coffee on a fucking beautiful plant I had from my bar mitzvah in this apartment. I had it preserved for my bar mitzvah, what? and I was thinking, like, fuck, coffee feels good for me. I'm sure it's good for this thing. So I was pouring coffee every morning what to this, this guy. Fucking six year old <laughs> logic. <laughs> the, the knowledge is power. I didn't have it at the time. <laughs> so this fucking plant unfortunately died, and I you I, don't say I smelt the fucking the earth and I don't even want to talk about that smell but it was one of the most horrid set stenches I've ever smelt in my life Sammy Mulching it was molding coffee, coffee f- some fucking I don't even know what was growing in there but dude <laughs> so, I can't even picture the smell I can't uh, even imagine you don't want it it was so horrid and I'm like how did I survive with this in my room for so many years it anyway that's a side note just because you said Gatorade on plants I just but I love yeah. what you said that's a great point like it, they have to adapt to our needs and they can't change our needs fast enough they're not going to make us like suddenly need the garbage food that's killing us. Yeah, they can try with marketing, but that's losing its power. You know, we're becoming in a, a society that hates ads, which is kind of cool too. Yeah, dude, I close my eyes on the metro. Yeah, Netflix and all these stand. streaming services aren't using any ads when you pay for it because we're sick of it. So it's happening. It's slow. And it's not as fast as we all like to see it. It might not be in our generation or in time, in our lifespan, but I think the change is happening. I'm very optimistic for the future. I gotta talk to old people more. I'd love to get a consensus and like, is life getting better? Mm. Come on! But you're getting a biased point of view because that's why you need like a hundred. Yeah, I need like I need like two from each continent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. East and west, <laughs> north yeah. and south, four. Yeah, you know we gotta cut this, but um, yeah. Look, I'm optimistic. I don't know where we're heading. I don't know if we'll survive, but. Whether we're here or not, I know the mycelium network is alive and well and fucking... I got, I got one more would you rather. Do it. End Let's it. end it. Would you rather uh, die and your consciousness becomes one with the mycelium network and the earth? Or you become like some higher like self and like you're, you're beyond the physical... Damn. And in both cases, you can come back as another creature. You can, you can make that decision at any point. Yeah, you could do like, I'll be a fox or like I'll be another human... I would actually go out there because I've probably been part of the mycelium network for hundreds of millions of years. So I'd, I'd like to explore the opposite. Yeah, that wins. <laughs> that seems like a, that's like a bad would you rather. Like, yes, yeah. just go fucking. Let's be a see space what's man. next. Yeah, because we we've been part of the mycelium network 
since the Mycelium Network started. That's some deep yoga, man. Mm. We are that consciousness. Yeah. Now. We're just aware. We're just communicating in a different for, in different sounds, but oh, we're the, we're an extension of that network. You just, I'm so glad I asked that. You just kind of blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's this fucking couch, man. This fucking couch. We gotta name this the couch. casting couch. The casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> the chimp oh. couch. We'll figure out a name for this. And thing. on that note, yeah, you guys figure it out. Yeah, send us a fucking not the casting couch. You want to say it? No, it's all yours, brother. Stay curious. Boom.